Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, kittens and predators, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 36th episode what, of, what? of the 42 Podcast, where as always we are talking about the failings of the late great human race and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. And as always, actually again, on a different side of the screen, Mr. Ryan, how you doing today, buddy? I am awesome, Jacob. How are you? Uh, a bit melancholy today, actually. We can get. I know in. the feeling. Yeah, I was kind of lying to everybody. I'm melancholy, also. <laughs> I just thought it was better for entertainment purposes. <laughs> just put on a good face. We'll just fake it until we make it. But yeah. anyway, you want to tell people why we have the uh, screen messed up, or shall I do it? Go for it. Yeah, I just thought I would introduce. Um, we didn't really have a good name for him, so we're just going to call him our Googler. And uh, at one point, he might end up being our fact checker. Either either the episode after this one, tell people tell us what we did wrong, or at the end of each episode, we'll we'll end up figuring that out. But I'd like to. Where is he at on the screen, Jake? Uh, he's to he's on the left side of my screen. So ah, he's taking up my old spot. Yes. On the left of the screen is my little brother, Keithan. Say hi, Keithan. Hello. Yeah, he probably yeah. won't talk much. So <laughs> yeah. I think that's where we're gonna kind of get that from. That so it's a good way to start off, dude. So so why yeah. why are you melancholy today, Mister Ryan? Ah, uh, well, I would say it's like you know I hate my job or I'm having issues with a wife, but I, that always is kind of true for most people. I think you have to really actually blame it on the weather. I haven't seen the sunshine in like I don't know a month. Oof. It's just tough. a part of you that's just like, I miss the sun. I think I should kill somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you just feel so bad about yourself. Yeah, or that? just life in general. You're just like, why am I getting up? Your alarm goes off and you hit snooze like eight times. It's like, I knew I hated this life. I knew it. Now I have all the reasons to believe it. <laughs> and the feelings to back it up. Vitamin D, man. You got to get it. Yeah, you just gotta get like a get, sun lamp to like sit under, get, like sun sun yourself on a rock like a lizard in the winter. <laughs> I do. That's something that needs to happen. Anyway, so why are you melancholy, Jake? Uh, so remember that time I came down, like my freshman year of college, with uh, my friend from school, and you got me super high. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. I that guy died. My friend from school, I found out today he died. I don't know of what or how. It's just like my friend I in me and he's like, Hey, I think Ben died. And I pulled up Google and sure enough. Wow. Yeah, it was it's sad. So that's that why is... it's you know, we were like we were super tight our first two years of school. We had a bit of a falling out, but we, you know, reconciled and we yeah. weren't like close close anymore, but I mean for Friends. two years, we were, you know, as close as you can be. And, yeah, it's yeah, it's just one of those things that just hit me. It was like, wow. <laughs> like, right as I get to work, too, my friend, I am, he's just like, I think I think Ben's dead. And that's a heavy thing to just, like, have hit you, you know. That is. We yes. should, um, so, everybody should. Yeah. Here's you, Ben. Yeah. Ben. So yeah, so that was uh, that was me today. <laughs> yeah, what can you do? My grandmother, my great grandmother, which I'm right, my great grandmother, who's like, I don't know, I think ninety or eighty nine, fell and bumped her head. She like passed out while standing up, and uh, actually is in surgery as we speak. They're putting a pacemaker in. Oh wow! So. I guess that probably contributes to the um, melancholiness. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's it's big time to, surgery, you know. It's always weird to kind of be confronted with the uh, with reality, like, of, of dying. Like, your family's going to die, and you're going to die. Oh, yeah. It's like, that kind of sucks. So it just kind of gets to me, especially, you know, people like us. We feel a little more than we probably should. <laughs> yeah, probably. We don't show it much, but yeah, you know, and part of me, you know, it's been a rough couple of months. You know, anyone who's listened to the podcast knows, and just like, yeah, you know, it's it. In some respects, you know, it really is that you know why you're feeling sorry for yourself. You're still alive, sort of deal. So yeah. there is definitely some of that. 
a part of it's just the like man it, you can just go you know like I, i've never and that it's going it's going yeah the, the, like i'm 30 almost 31 there's a part of me that's like god damn it the minutes march on unrelentingly <sighs> unrelentingly on a long enough timeline that's right everyone's survival rate drops to zero I didn't mean to start the show out on a downer. Yeah, but... you kind of suck. <laughs> no, just black hole. <laughs> I know. You're like, you're melancholy. I'm like, well, me too. And you're like, well, why? And I'm like, well, my life sucks. And you're like, yeah, my friend died. And you're going to die. We're all going to die. Well, not if these anti-aging drugs work out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see that link? I did see that link. Is that future talk? That's, like, that's close to future talk, right? It's close to future. Fuck I don't it. know. Everyone drink. <laughs> Everyone hey, drink. go get me a beer. Get one of those root beer ones. Oh. I have a strawberry shiner. Okay. Sweet. I'm going to drink tonight with y'all. I'm just drinking. It's fun having a Googler. <laughs> Do something. He's a, he's the lackey. <laughs> That's his new official title. Super lackey. Super lackey. <laughs> what upgrade? Is it an upgrade to lackey? Or like super duper lackey? Uh, Which way is an upgrade? Is it like death cons? I don't. Yeah, he, he's super lucky grade one. And you can get up to like grade five. And then we'll promote him to something else. Okay. But I did, you know, this is... I got to get into Slack on... That is a good beer. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good beers. Dude. But so, anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Anti-aging. Yeah. <laughs> What were they saying again? Let's see. Uh, you could live up to 120. Yeah, I'm going to need a full rundown on this. This is the first I've heard of this. Oh, can you link it in Skype? Yeah, I can link it. Hold on. So I don't have Slack up on my browser yet. I need to get that fixed. But anyway, let's see. The world's first anti-aging will be tested on humans later ne- this year. Yeah. And it looks, for like, it looks like 10 cents a day will buy you a pill that will allow you to extend your life into 120. That's a long time. What is that, adding another 30 years? Uh, on average, it's closer to 50. I think the average is age for a male is 78 on average. That's terrifying. But, you know, I mean, Almost that's... Dead, Jacob. But you also got to remember that average age includes people who were killed in car wrecks. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people, reason, you know, it's not that, okay, the average healthy person lives a 78. It's just the average person lives a 78. So if all the things that can kill you, you know. Well, I mean, but all of those things can kill you. Like those are things that we're contending with right now. Mm -hmm. And it would be higher in the U.S., but the U.S. is the only country in the world that uh, puts abortion statistics in their death counts. Ah, well. So, you know, all those those kiddos are counted as zeros and those take away from a lot of people. Yeah, I just looked it up. It says the in 2011 it was 78.7 years is the average for a uh, male in the United States. It's not bad. And 81 for women. Yeah, women they live longer. When it comes to death, they're carriers. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag death carriers. (laughs) Hashtag all women. And that is that is how we get people to blow up our homes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that they're actually getting into human trials at this point because they've been talking about these kind of drugs forever, you know. They have. Ray Kurzweil's been eating a thousand pills a day for ten years. It's crazy. It's so cheap too. You would think something that expensive yeah, it would be like a hundred dollars a day. It must be some kind of like special nutrient or i don't know maybe what could it be it could well i mean what what generally causes death is you know every time your cells replicate they become worse right so maybe it's something to help reverse the process for a while so your cells start becoming you know quote unquote younger yeah because that's what they say that nanites will do is that's why we live hydrated young people blood it could be you know how they were given those rats well, you know, uh, it could also just be like, you know, vampires have figured something out and they're just feeding it to us and slowly turn us all into vampires. I could definitely okay. see that happening. I am okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Let's live forever. What, do we have to give up the sun? Fuck it anyway. I haven't seen it in a month. Where's it at? Well, you just flip your schedule, right? Yeah. yeah you know, sure. you just, you're up from, uh, well, like, 
you go to work at midnight and get off at six and you're done you're good actually be sooner more like you go to work at like yeah. 9 p.m 10 p.m yeah and get and off at like three did you ever see the movie daybreakers no uh ethan hawk uh willem dafoe really good movie and it's all about the vampires have taken over and there's these few humans left and some of the cool stuff is you see all the technologies that would be developed if vampires are in the world that movie was so fucking cheesy i loved I did it see that i love that did movie see it, where they were driving around in cars that had like they were blacked uh, out and had like yeah, video were, cameras yeah and they had screens instead of windshields and well like they, they can't you know they can't see themselves in the mirrors so they gotta have like and wasn't there something about like exposing the vampires to sunlight in short bursts and causing them to catch on flames which converted them back to humans something it was a cheesy movie but i thought it was that a part cheesy of the movie <laughs> don't Hey. <laughs> I am more than happy to admit I will watch some terrible movies that I love to watch. Hey, that's true. I've played some shitty video games. so. I mean, we all have that one movie that everyone's like, this movie's terrible. I'm like, well, yeah, yes. but it's awesome still. It's like a Pacific Rim. That movie's kind of terrible, but I love it. I absolutely love that movie. I can watch that movie at any point just because it's so much fun. I agree with you on that one. They, they have plot holes that the the fucking Jaegers could walk through in that movie. Yes. And it's still hilarious. Yes. No. What's uh what is your like number one guilty pleasure movie? Do you have number one? Number one guilty pleasure movie. <sighs> That's one of those things you just don't ask out of the blue. Uh well, yeah, that's that's true. Question. I can give a couple to think about it. Um the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> terrible it's, movie it's pretty it's terrible but i love it pretty um pitch perfect the first one not the second one the second one was terrible um those are the two ones that pop in my head but i've if you look fast through my furious. fast and the furious one one and three for me well one is terrible, oh, one is terrible. it makes no sense Nothing was fact checked. Nothing was. Yeah, verified. you know, like one little iota about cars, <laughs> like like the like the street racing scene. They've got um, it's lit Somebody's up with Hollywood lights. Just, just I can hear this like like someone's breathing in the mic or something. That would be him messing with his mic because he puts his hand in the way. Ah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, the scene where they're street racing and they've got Hollywood lights on the. Uh, on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just all the way lined down the main strip is, like, all of these giant, like, stadium lights. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, that movie was terrible, but I love it. And it's going to make another trilogy. I quote <laughs> it all the time. <laughs> Still. Oh. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Can't help it. Oh, uh, and I have, you know, like, Guilty Pleasure, tele- like, I, everyone's got Guilty Pleasure. They got Guilty Pleasure songs. Like, uh, Say My Name, Destiny's Child, huge Guilty Pleasure song of mine. If you want to go old school. Um, Fiona Apple's Criminal. Oh, that, that was actually good. Yeah, but it's not for you or I to listen to and enjoy. <laughs> I can't get it. Bash Street Boys here. That's Guilty Pleasure, 100%. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, oh, wow. So this was his only cast. We're going to not let him back on. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. You, oh, um, uh, Light My Fire, is that them or sync? It's one of the two, but I love that. So, like, we actually have a entire Spotify playlist that me and a couple of other people put together of just Guilty Pleasure songs. That's all it is. It is miraculous. It's just amazing. It's miraculous. You should link that somewhere. Uh, yeah. Or up on the Twitter or something. Yeah, I'll do. Th- I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do yeah, that. Forty-two podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, there's all, all sorts of terrible songs that you can just like sing your heart out to while you're driving down the road, like driving down the road, and as soon as anyone pulls up, you turn it way down. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're conscious about who's who's around you in parking lots. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yep. So what else is on the uh, the old Slacker Rooney? Well, actually, I found a really cool app that I want to plug. Are we getting paid? No, sadly paid? no. But this will help you save some money. Okay. So this app, it's, like called, paid. it's called Acorns. Penny saved, a penny earned. Well, what it does is you link it to your checking account, and you, 
you every time you use your card it whatever the difference is between the next dollar it rounds up pulls out and deposit it into a, uh, a portfolio account that they're running so it, ba it basically buys stock with it and so it's an easy way to like passively save so every time you check your card so if you like buy something for like 1972 it pulls over 28 cents and invested in the stock market for you how fast can you do that kind of stuff in your head what like if i said it was 513 how much change would they get 87 cents <laughs> i worked at wendy's for two I know, years that's why i like i like testing <laughs> you with it it's like i wonder how good he is at that i bet he was really good at one point oh yeah oh like yeah. what's what's like the change on 56 uh 44 so what do you start with the first number or the last number uh it's both at this point. You just do it. I just do the it. Well, thing. part yeah. of it is, it's. I basically go, okay, what two numbers do I need to get these two to make ten? So, you subtract the whatever the first one is. You take one off of it, and whatever the other one is, you keep it there, and that's what it is. But I used to be able to keep like eight of them in my head at once. But, wow. Yeah, Wendy's in Stillwater, man. That thing got crazy busy. That was back when it was a Poe Duck college town. Now it's just a Poe college town, I guess. But they get real restaurants now, like shit I never had when I was living there. It's like, come on, guys. What was this? <laughs> so I saw the, uh, is this the part, did we talk about the virtual reality glasses in Germany? Uh, on the last podcast? No, we, we thought about it, but then we decided not to. And we'll go ahead and shout out and thank you once again to the Dresden Files podcast. That's my recommends. For Let's get to that. Yeah. I just wanted to ha, really drop the ball on this last week. Why didn't I recommend their podcast? <laughs> I'm kind of an idiot. I just want to apologize. And since Alex is maybe going to listen to this specifically to you, I should have told everybody that uh, I recommend the uh, Dresden podcast or the Dresden Files. The Dresden Files podcast, yes, and yeah. uh, thanks for having us on their podcast. We were on it on Sunday. You should check it out, uh, DresdenFilesPodcast.com. It's on YouTube? Hit, it's on YouTube. It's and it everywhere. showed up in my my subscription app, so. Yeah, they're on iTunes, so that means they're on everywhere, so I wouldn't, yeah, yeah so that's uh, that's what, you should definitely do that. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was, was really fun. enjoyable. Hopefully if you're not reading the Dresden books, which Good Lord, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard enough about it. You're, if you're not list, you know, reading them or listening to them, you're doing it wrong. You're wrong. doing life wrong, period. Your life is wrong for not having read these books. So there. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, virtual reality glasses in the Volkswagen facilities. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. So what they're doing is it's basically like some kind of Google Glass and... It can read all the barcodes, and it knows where everything is in the facility. So if they you know, need to go get a part or a piece of equipment or whatever, though they can look around and they'll be you know kind of like those old video game HUDs with the arrows that'll point you, and then you look and it'll show you where it is. So you can just move to it really fast. And you don't have to look for it anymore. So it's going to be this huge, crazy cost savings in terms of you know just time, like time not wasted. So, like, instead of having a gun when there's an item on, like, a tray or something and they scan the barcode mm -hmm. and that gun tells them what it is, the the headset itself will just scan it automatically and they'll just kind of have a heads-up display of, like, this item is this, just kind of right. almost like a video game, right? Like, right. it shows what's, like, it's, like, it's what the items are in yeah. a chest almost. Mm -hmm. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, That it's... should really increase uh, productivity, wouldn't you think? Oh, absolutely. If you don't Especially have... once they get used to it. Especially if you know you, you're keeping both hands free, right? So instead of going ah, click, click, too. click, click, or click, and so or, or like or you you hit it with the gun, then you look at your gun, then you put it back, and then you do what you need to do. You can just look and pick. You could almost you know two handed, you know, double fisted. Just and also like I said, like what they're doing also is they're they're using it for mapping. So it'll tell you where to go to find like the part you want. Or that kind of stuff. So you don't have to, like, guess where it is. Which is huge for facilities that maybe have a pseudo-random layout. Because some facilities don't always have the same layout. They'll, 
you know, something will get put in a different holding area because that's what's open when it shows up. You know, it's not doesn't have an exact holding area. I'm that's thinking a- that would be amazing for Amazon. Yes. What I'm it- thinking it would be amazing for there. Well, yeah, Amazon, any large facility. Um, Even like FedEx. Uh, definitely like FedEx. Oh, God. before we get too far into this, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope oh, you yeah. had a good one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, We're a bit yeah. scatterbrained. We've been podcast like we podcasted three times in a week now, which is quite a bit for us. We're not used to the heavy workload. <laughs> no, we're not. And we got the guest on today, and I'm trying to figure out a way to get him into Slack with and also keep the podcast going. So, Oh, oh. Skype <sighs> uh, me his email. I'll get it to him. Send the email, dude. Send me your, him, him your yeah. email, and then you'll be able to see all the articles we're talking about. Yeah, this is great radio right now. But yeah, anyway, that would be amazing Uh-oh. for you know any any kind of warehousing uh, would be huge. Um, They're already talking about sending it up to the space station. Like, I mean, we're just getting close to that world of virtual reality, man. It's gonna be very, very cool. Or augmented reality. Ugh, right. I'm so excited. I think. I mean, we might have said this. I think what's going to happen is you're going to see a lot of augmented reality in industry and a lot of right. virtual reality at the house. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm thinking of. So did you see this uh, Windows 10 tablet that's made for Xbox streaming? No, I didn't. Right. What is this? So it's a tablet, and it has two joysticks, the four buttons, and the D-pad, and it's made for for streaming your games to it. Like, I don't see that being... It looks too big. I'm confused. Okay, so, like, I have my Xbox downstairs, and I take this to my bedroom. Uh Uh-huh. And then I have a screen in between my hands while I play. Right. Interesting. Because you can stream to any... um, any Windows 10 machine from your Xbox. So, really? Yeah, so say you had an Xbox One and you wanted to play it on your computer. Yeah. You could just, you can link it up. Can you? Mm-hmm. I don't That's think, amazing. I don't think you get any, like, the real hardware acceleration. Well, of course not. But, which would be cool. Like, part of me just wants to figure out how to jam a, you know, Xbox One drive into my rig and just call it a day. Did you do that? That'd be amazing. Or just like figure out how to rip them and emulate them. I'm sure. I'm sure our our rigs have enough juice to emulate an Xbox One. Maybe not. Definitely a 360. Mine could definitely do an Xbox One. <laughs> well, it really My processor did. alone costs what an Xbox One. Well, did. See, that's the hard part. Is emulation? If the architecture is really different, it can be a really big issue because you have to do all of that in, a in software and RAM and everything else. I mean, if you had enough RAM, you could definitely do it. I got 16 gigs of DDR4. I don't know. You've got the 32. We well, all know you got enough. Oh, yeah. What's up? Well, let's, let's, let's look at the Google. No, that's bad radio. We've got a Googler for that. <laughs> there is an it. Xbox One emulator. Yeah. I'm sure it's poorly coded, but it's out there. You need to be the first. <laughs> Oh, the thing is, is especially with Microsoft, it's so... I mean, they're basically PCs. I mean, so is the PlayStation at this point, but, you know, they're running on Windows 10 and that kind Ah, I actually stepped on my headphones there. But, uh, yeah, they're running on Windows 10, so it can't be that hard to do it. Nah. At least I wouldn't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know programming that. I just have a, de- I have a decent understanding of how things work. Yeah, right. It's like, I know it works. I'm just not exactly sure exactly how. Well, back in the day, I used to actually be a pretty good programmer, but I don't do it enough just day in, day out. To, you know. So, like anything else, if you don't do it every day, you're not going to be great at it. Oh, you want to talk about something kind of sad? Sure. It seems to be something probably people didn't know. What was that? That uh, the bananas that we eat are all the same banana. Mm, Yep. Like they're all genetic copies of each other. And because of that, if one of them gets sick, then they're all susceptible to get sick to the same thing. 
So if there ever ever comes like a banana killing flu banana or yeah, banana flu, right? Banana flu. We lose all the bananas. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting. I was like, I didn't know that. That all bananas would could be genetically like identical. Right. Or that they were. And see, this is the problem with not allowing GMO products. Because they've been so bred and so cross bred for, you know, ages that they end up becoming this the same banana. So if you want if you if you would allow more GMO products into the environment, you know, into the, the consumer culture, you could start changing them and actually getting genetically different bananas again. So you wouldn't have that oh, problem as much. Right, 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 right. And anyone out there, there's no big deal with gen- genetically modified food. We've been doing it for 2,000 years by cross-pollination. That's not natural. That's true. Yeah, it's just an interesting thing when you can go in and sp- splice specific genes. It's like, well, maybe I don't want my kitten to glow green. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not okay to eat, you know, a, you know, a, like a cow that's been given frog DNA. Like, well, who knows what that does? <laughs> but should be okay though, right? But you eat the frog, if, you eat the, well, right. if if you were to genetically modify something, what would it be? Like clone the like night uh, fish night lights that kind of deal or? I think it would be kind of cool to have forever kittens. <laughs> oh, like it just, just stays that, big. It, it just it never grew up. Like that would be kind of cool. Not not a mini, but like no, a kitten. A, a kitten where they're playful and fun and still exploring and yeah, fun. So I'm you, sure that's an abomination <laughs> when you really think about it. You're like what a horrible human. What would you do? Well, you basically want to give the kitten Down syndrome. Is what you want. Is that what I'm saying? Is that no. what you're saying? No. no. <laughs> That's basically what it is. No. <laughs> I don't need this, like... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I am done with that. I'll make the no woman jokes, but I'm staying, I'm laying off the <laughs> special kids. They're special. <laughs> Stay away. Anyway, what would you make? Hmm. What would, would I make? Would you give us flying hammerhead fish? Uh, sharks. I think that would be cool. <laughs> it would be cool, but it'd be scary. Uh, I th- I would want to bring back the mini uh, woolly mammoths. Oh. They found these woolly mammoths that were Let's like just... knee high. That is cool. And you just had, could you imagine having like a little pat like packeter running around the house? That'd be awesome. <laughs> It'd also be kind of cool to mix like Tyrannosaurus Rex DNA with chickens. <laughs> just whatever comes out of that, it's got to be awesome. <laughs> whether we get a 12 foot chicken or whether we get a, a two foot Tyrannosaurus Rex, shit's going to be awesome, man. <laughs> oh, and then you could just get into some weird shit. Yeah, like Gorilla Octopus. They already made the thing I want. Glow-in-the-dark kittens, or cats in general. They've already made that. They spliced the jellyfish genes into cats, and now they glow in the dark. Link it. Link it. That's a thing? Yeah, Yeah, that's a thing. How much does that count? How much is that? What? Like, you can buy it? Oh, my God. It really... No, that's... This is fake. It's not. I've seen these before. This is fake. I'm calling it right now. Snopes... (laughs) <laughs> yeah so yeah glow, like snopes <laughs> glow, glow in the dark pets that would be the worst thing in the world you know it's like give it to your kid make him feel safe at night oh you're you're i can't hear your mic buddy oh it would make there. call uh cosplay and fallout awesome <laughs> Cut the. We just name it the glowing one. <laughs> the problem is, is, the lights are normally on at con, so <laughs> we wouldn't be able to see it as much. Like here, look, you have like a cape. <laughs> it glows. <laughs> <laughs> you got people cupping it. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. You're like doing like Hadouken with the, like the cape and <laughs> throwing it at him. <laughs> 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 so you think you're a ninja? Now it's time for the final test. Here's a kitty. 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 Meow, meow, meow. 
You think that's what they do to the dog ninjas? They still just keep throwing kittens at them until they can, like, sufficiently defend themselves. <laughs> He's all going John Wick on that shit. <laughs> I don't know. If I think I could get a dog to talk, that'd be pretty cool. Ooh. Like mixing, like, parrots and dogs. Yeah, I think it'd be a little conversational. Oh, so you want to give them, like... What? That doesn't even make sense. That's it. You want to mix them with us? <laughs> oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> what possibly could go wrong there besides creating a super race? I mean, come on. Seriously, right? <laughs> like, what's... I mean, we're already building Skynet. We might as well do it, though. We might as well go hold the whole way at this point. We should we're... just do all the apocalypses at once. We're going to kill ourselves. It's gonna happen. We should have the sweet 16 of apocalypses. <laughs> I saw this news story. I should I should have grabbed it, but I saw this news story Hashtag where into the world the, the uh, these programmers were teaching the robots to disobey their commands. I'm like, why have you not seen Terminator? Have you not seen any movie that involves any form of robots? They're going to fucking murder us, you I'm assholes. Not- Anonymous needs to run an operation where they just dox those people and then just everybody emails them a video of uh, Terminator 2. It's like, watch this movie. (laughs) It's got 6,000. It's fatal conceit, man. It's the fatal conceit. Uh. All right. I got a question for you all. A while back, you and me and my friends were having a discussion. What would be the most terrifying two animals or insects to combine to each other? Our general consensus was a uh, a spider and a gorilla. Yeah, would it be I the think most terrifying conversation. There's something similar to it. Yeah, it's a good conversation. I, I'm sure we've we've talked about it. I don't think we've ever said if we had to mix two animals, what would happen? Did we? No, no. In or insect, like a gorilla and a spider is actually quite terrifying. He's got a point. Bees and horses. Flying bees, that's some scary sh- Flying horses, that's some scary shit. With a bee horses stinger? already scare me, dude. I'm, I'm already afraid of could that. Could you one. imagine a like a 2,000... in the face. Like, could you imagine like a thousand pound bee coming at you with a stinger like this big around? It's making the horse noise. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's some scary shit. That's some scary shit. <laughs> You could mix like a killer whale and a scorpion. Ugh. So you got a hyper intelligent killer. Well, wouldn't that live in the ocean though? I don't know. Would it? It depends. Um, a humpback whale and a wolverine. Could you Ooh. imagine that thing running around on dry land having to eat like whatever percentage of its body a day just to stay what alive? We, what if we mixed a polar bear and a honey badger? Honey badger, polar bear, don't give a fuck. I feel that guy would just be like, whatever. Yeah, I'm going right. to go, like, go kill Shamu now. I dive in and like just bitch slap Shamu and that'd be the end like of it. like the dude. I was thinking more the lines of the uh, dragonfly and a gorilla. Since a dragonfly is like the most efficient killer there is in a gorilla body, like that's just terrifying. You could also mix like a killer whale and an elephant. They would just be huge at that point. Yeah, and a killer well, like badass, like running around like... Now see, if you really wanted to be mean, you would mix it with a dolphin, because dolphins are fucking murderers, man. Those oh, guys right, are oh, right. Like what happens if you mix like a chimpanzee and an elephant? You get one pissed off bipedal elephant. <laughs> see, that would be frightening. See, that's... You could always mix a dude with a horse. Get a, well, it depends on which end is horse. <laughs> or is it like half and half? So it's got like a hoof on one side and a hand on the other. It's way too big. It's all disproportioned. Isn't it like in a C shape? Yeah, it doesn't even like, make sense. <laughs> you just hope you get like a hoof on like each corner so you can kind of like bounce around. <laughs> My God. Somebody draw that quick. No. No. Uh, no rule 34 on that shit. <laughs> no. Oh my god, no. <laughs> uh. oh, what other interesting stuff did we have in, have in the slacker Rooney? Uh. Oh, China's going to open a 
giant factory for cloning pets and food products. That's getting into well. Yeah. Yeah, see, we're trying to do all those apocalypses at once. Well, and another crazy thing about China is they just got reserve status as a currency from the IMF. That's going to completely change the economic landscape of the entire world. Nerd. Hey, it is what it is, man. It is. Uh, so, you know, because right now one of the things that's propping up the dollar is the factor of the reserve currency for the world, right? And the only thing that's been propping up China for the last 20 years is the fact they could manipulate their currency to such a point that they were cheaper than everybody else right. or cheaper than most people. Well, now both those two major things aren't going to happen anymore. So China's bad economic system that has been straining even with all the controls on stuff is going to start to break down. So there's no telling what's going to happen over there. And there's no good tell what's going to happen to our currency. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. I know it doesn't sound like a big deal to most people, but it's actually one of the biggest things. And what a lot of ec economists and scholars have been waiting for for about 20 years. I've been very interested to see what will happen when this happens. Because so actually, What? Go ahead. Well, one of the things that can actually be pretty good from it is China is about to become too expensive to produce it for the United States. It's just not going to be economically viable anymore. So there's a really good chance a lot of a lot of pr production comes back our way. You know, once they once they kind of figure it out and the economics of scale start to take toll, they're going to go, "Hey, look, it's not worth the effort. We can build a factory cheaper here and start doing it again here. So as long as, you know, we keep those doors open, you could see a lot of manufacturing jobs coming back, which would be a great thing for us and terrible for China. Uh, mm. Other countries will, will pick up the slack too. So it's a very interesting to see there. And then China, I mean, depending on what they do with their currency, cause it's never been free floating really. Right. Right. Um, because if you look at it, there's a span in 10 years where it, didn't, it changed less than a cent towards the dollar. No matter what the dollar was doing, it was trading at 8.3 to 1. So 8.3 8 yuan to $1. And so when that, so say it's, you know, when it goes free floating, it could go, it will probably jump to about 2 to 1 to the dollar. If not closer, maybe more, maybe less, but you know, the value could double, which was kind of bad for them because no one's willing to buy their stuff anymore because they're not cheap anymore. So it's, it's, and no one... And empires in crisis are never good. So that's what makes me worry because there'll, there'll be an empire in crisis and empires in crisis tend to attack people. So that has, that's what has me worried about China doing this. Oh, well, that's awesome. So nuclear attack from China, there's another apocalypse. All right, so let's see. We've, we've talked about genetic apocalypse. Mm -hmm. We've covered uh, Skynet apocalypse. Mm -hmm. What was the other one we were just saying that we should try? We just covered economic and nuclear. Uh-huh. Well, I, I thought we talked about one other. We were like, ah, fuck it. Let's throw this one in there. We were talking about Skynet, but it was something else. Robots? No, that was... I don't remember. But anyway... Let's just cover them all. So we're going to call this the one with the apocalypse. <laughs> so, well, I mean, one link we did we kind of touched on last week is they had there's that uh, that virus that's immune to everything that's throwing at it can jump from pigs to humans. Yeah, the end of um, antibiotics as we know it. Mm -hmm. Which a lot of people <laughs> say that's been coming for a long time. That's true, and we always find something. Oh, it's funny. But this is like the first one that's, and also this is happening in China. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying, but I'm saying they're probably going to end the world somehow. Who? China? China, yeah. Somehow. <laughs> and if, if, you know, Max Brooks, the guy who wrote World War Z is supposed to be believed, that's where the first zombie comes from too. They would have an advantage. Wasn't that North Korea? It, it was China. Came from? Oh, it was China? It was I'm 
90% sure it's China. Google it. I could be wrong. Google her. And if you haven't read that book, you should read it. It's pretty fun. What, Daisy? World War Z. World War Z. Is it really? Yeah. Cause okay. It's, I'm always looking for a good one. It's, um, and I, I have the audio somewhere. I'll, I'll get it to you. But it's done in interview style. And in the audio book, each interviewer, interviewee is voiced by a different character. Nice. And the, the guy who ends up being like president after like the zombies come and like leads the resistance is done by Alan Alda. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really good to listen to because it's it's not like a like an audio book where you have one reader doing all the voices. It's, right. It's, it, it's written in a conversational style and really works well since they do it more like radio drama. Almost and, like a production. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it sounds like you're listening to this one guy interview all these different people about oh. the different parts of. Uh... Uh, yes, you were correct. It begins in China after a zombie bites a young boy. Booyah. But apparently, like, the zombie had been, like, like buried in this lake for, or river forever or something. Like, he, he was, like, swimming and got bit, and then, you know, all hell breaks loose. Ah, there you go then, y'all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Give Jacob five points. <laughs> I know what I do. <sighs> Did you see that, uh, something that might be in, What? Uh, I was going to say, that virus or bacteria that's immune to everything, was that, did we create that by accident because of the, all the antibiotics that are like 99% kill all the bacteria or whatnot? Did we accidentally create that or it just came through somehow? I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's resistant. I'm sure it's become resistant, you know. Well, the idea is that you kill off, like you give all the antibiotics and none of the diseases can exist in that environment which leaves a rich environment for a disease to exist in if it could, like if there were no other contestants. So eventually just one gets through where that's the environment it wants to exist in. And, it, you know, that's just kind of how it works. There's, you know, trillions of different little variations that are being tried all the time by those viruses. I think they change every time they duplicate even. Not just like when they pass, but, right? Like isn't, isn't like as they mutate in the body? I don't know that. Like isn't that why you can't, well, isn't that why you can't cure the common cold? Is because when I get it and then I give it to you, it's a different virus than when I got it. Well, it's it can be, but there's also you know a million things, and so what I right. think what we're seeing is is we've killed most of them. Yeah. And now all that's left are the are the ones groups. that can beat us. Yeah. And there's nothing else competing with them. Right. 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 And so they're not going to mutate and take on you know characteristics that might get them killed. Crazy. Yep, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Like people will talk about, like you know, spoiler over, alert: overcrowding of the anyway. planet. <laughs> Don't worry, humanity will yeah, take major care of that. Spoiler: I didn't mean to know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what they say. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of talk that the more intelligent Western civilizations and the more like uh, people move into like kind of a modern time, modern civilizations. There's evidence that. Uh, the more educated somebody is, the less likely they are to have children. Yes. So as the world becomes more educated, less children will be had. Careers will be chased and children will be not. There won't be as many children had. Right. So the population will just naturally decline. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen the movie Idiocracy, that's kind of the plot of the movie. But instead of you know the, the population declining, just all the stupid people are fucking like bunnies. And so the the <laughs> like that Joe Rogan joke. Everyone, you know, everyone becomes stupid. <laughs> if you haven't yeah. seen it, you have to see that movie. It is so good and so prof. Oh yeah, it is a great movie. It's okay. pro- and it's uh, very it prophetic. Movie. Like uh, Mike Judge is just on top of it in that movie. Because you even see it now, like you watch it, and you're like, oh, yep, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Awesome. This is the scary episode. <laughs> the scary one. Should have done this one on fucking Halloween. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. We we scare our listeners. Not really. Yeah. Um, do you think a, um, a ghost in a show future is possible? Where you 
transplant the human soul or consciousness into a robot could be possible. The only thing you could do is make it an exact copy. But as soon as that exact copy is brought online, it will have a different experience than the original copy and therefore no longer to no longer be the original. It will be a completely new and different entity. And if you copied me and you put me into a machine, the machine version of me would wake up going, "Oh, it worked." But it wouldn't really work. I will still die. I will still experience death. I will still disappear. I will still go on to the next part. Now, the machine version of me might exist forever. And, you know, like Ray Kurzweil might be able to bring somebody back to life like he thinks he will, but he won't bring back the soul or the actual person. He'll bring back a facsimile. And the argument, well, what's the difference? It's like my consciousness. My consciousness. Like, even if you do copy my consciousness and create a new version of it in a computer, that isn't my consciousness. It's the... the yes. Uh, so, you're saying that there is something intangible about the human experience that cannot be duplicated. No. No, I. you could copy me exactly. Have a powerful enough computer that can run ex every synapse. You can implement every memory through gen genetic like computer decoding right like i you could you could put me exactly into a machine but it would not be me like even if i even if you put me to sleep right and then booted up the machine so i go to sleep everything's copied and put into the machine and the machine is brought to life it won't bring me back to life the meat vessel that i am which I am that meat vessel. I'm part of the, the synapses inside of it will no longer exist. My consciousness would go away, I think. Right, that's what I was saying, is there's something intangible about the human experience that can't be copied over. So therefore, the robot would be a new, an exact replica of you, but not you. It would be a new entity with its new intangibleness, as it were. Yeah, and it might be indistinguishable to you. Like, you might be completely satisfied. Like, what the hell, yeah, we brought this guy back to life. And even for me as the robot, I would agree with you. Like, hell, yeah, it succeeded. Because to the robot, it would have succeeded. It would have all of the memories up until the point where I was put to sleep and copied and put into the mach machine. And it would have the moment of waking up. So th I would still exist. <laughs> but not the me that's talking, right? Like that part of me would just be gone and never wake back up. Because you can't, it's, it's like saying that you copy a file, like you copy your Grand Theft Auto file from one file, one hard drive to the new hard drive. It's like saying it's the old copy. It's not. It's on a new thing. It's exactly the same. It was, it's an exact copy, like, copy a replica. It does exactly the same thing that the old replica did, the old copy, right? But it's on a, it was, brought about on a new device. It's not the same. That old thing can be destroyed and it's the same as if there was never any copy anyway. That The hard drive that had the original copy still experiences its destruction. Right. That can't be avoided. Now, what about if we were to go with a hybrid here? Take the human brain into and a fully android body. And we slowly move me into an android body? No, 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 no. Just like somehow the body can keep the brain alive. Did I lose y'all? Yep. Oh. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you too. I just lost the video feed. We all uh, lost video. Uh, click the button. No, just click the button back. It should pop open for you. Uh, all right. Then. So you stick somehow, some way, the android body can keep the brain alive. And it's still there, still functioning. And, you know, so what do you think about that? So the the head in the jar scenario? Yeah, head in the jar, Futurama style. That's me. I'm still there. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, like, my soul doesn't exist in my heart. Your soul is you. It is the combinations of the molecules that are what I'm made up of. Okay. Yeah, I heard this uh, this great analogy for death, right? So, uh -huh. like... All of these people come together to create like an uh, a play, or um, 
they're part of an orchestra to play a specific you know music right a specific piece they all practice together and they all experience it and they all do it and the show goes through its run but there's a melancholiness everybody experiences it at the end of things like if you've ever been at a summer camp there's a there's an experience that's kind of intangible, but it's like a, there's a slight melancholiness to this. Like we were part of something greater than us, our, than our, than ourselves. We were part of something bigger, right? And there's a sadness that just inherently exists when those things separate, when those things go away, right? And the human body isn't really like one life form. It's a whole bunch of life forms that have come together to make something greater than themselves to work together and be in tandem. And then when, they, when you die, those, that orchestra, that group of beings, those, that life, those life forms that made up your life form, they go about their own ways. They have that moment like you do at summer camp where you give all your friends a kiss and it's just like, ah, we just can't be together no more. Just for whatever reasons exist, they, you can't. And there's a melancholy and a sadness to that, to that kind of you know, idea, but... It also leads to the idea that you go on and do other things and that there's an other existence and there's other... Those life forms don't cease to exist. They just go on to do other things. And it's just kind of like, that's your consciousness. Your consciousness is more than just uh, your life. It's a bunch of other lives, too. It's an orchestra of events. I never thought about it that way. It's interesting. Yeah. Well... See, if you, if I died, right, if I died and for some reason you froze me and then you brought me back to life in like 40,000 years or whatever, I still think that would be me. It's not like my soul would be gone and then it couldn't come back, right? Like I think if these life forms, you like you just brought it back to life, it could still exist. Like you are all of you. You are, you're not just your consciousness and your body. You are your conscious body. So for you, there needs to be some physicalness left, some part of you to keep you grounded, to make you I don't know. new again. I don't know, because there's a part of me that thinks if you changed out all of my brain, like slowly, right? Like if you gave me like half an Android brain, and then we just moved all the functions over to that right side, and then we replaced the other side, and then I got a full Android brain, there's a part of me that still feels like I would be there. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't really have a grounded view. I've never, really, I've never even really discussed this out loud. This is the first time I've kind of put these all in words. But there has to be a, a, a chain of custody of consciousness. You know what I mean? It has to be mine from the whole time. I have to have experienced... If I can experience like everything being moved over to the left side, and you're like, that is a really weird feeling. And then they put everything back in, and then it moves over, and you're like, I don't feel quite the same. It would still be you, though. Like, I still think it would be, you know, there needs to be a chain of custody of consciousness, you know? Okay, yeah. Because that, that would be more of a transferring of hardware, right? That's like keeping the same hard drive. Well, it's not like keeping the same hard drive. I don't know. What do you think? That's a, you found a good gray area. I don't really know. <laughs> well, it's like you said, it's not something I've really thought about because I don't think we'll ever get, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever get to the ghost in the shell. Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, Ghost in the Machine kind of deal. I what don't if think... it was an awake experience? They put a robot on a table. They log you into a virtual reality. And you're like, hey, you're here. You're in the ether. We're going to move you to this robot. And you, like, digitally virtual reality experience the move. And then you wake up. Well, I mean, I mean... I mean, the other question is, is could you ever go to sleep? You say, and then you wake up. Oh, you couldn't go to sleep. It would have to be know, a conscious changeover. If you actually died right. before, like, you, <sighs> your body would have to die while simultaneously moving into the, the, <coughs> the new system, whether it be a machine or a body. Terrifying. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we're ever gonna get there. To be honest, I think the nanites will happen way sooner, and then for most right. people, they're gonna be like, you know what, seven hundred years, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it would be nice to be able to call it quits. One of my things that I always like to think about is like, what would I wish from a genie? 
And then I like to put the caveat on it that it's a bitter, evil genie. This is an omnipotent being that is held into a little, you know, like been cursed into a little vessel, right? A little, little bitty lamp and can only come out when I rub it and then has to do what I tell it and then has to go back into the lamp. What a horrible existence for an omnipotent being, right? Right. But say I come across this this lamp and then I wish. You just have to be very careful when messing with an omnipotent being what you wish for, right? Right. Because you wish to live forever. Oops. Oops. You live forever without you cease to exist. Even after the rapture and all of that comes, none of that happens. None of that happens for you because you live forever. Nothing can kill you. The end of the universe comes. You've been existing for 400 trillion years or whatever the timeline of the full universe is where all thermal decay has happened and you still exist. It's like, I don't know. You've got to be careful with that kind of stuff. I like to think about what would, uh, what would you wish for. And one of the things that I'm, I would, I've thought about is like, well, I'd like to live forever with the ability to die. Like to be able to choose, all right, all right. I'm done. Because I don't want to get stuck with that. Like I've always tried to think about like the outs. And like nanites would be a good way. 700 years and then be able to call it quits. Or like you're like, well, that new graphic card does come out in six months. <laughs> I'll just wait. I'll just wait. We'll just see. If it's worth it, it's worth it, right? You know, having that option, nice. When does do, uh, wouldn't that be two separate wishes, though? Living forever and having the option to choose when you die. Yeah, well, with the evil genie, absolutely it is. Absolutely. <laughs> but then you ask for like... Ten more wishes? No, no you, you can't wait for more wishes. Come on, <laughs> throw the rules, man. So, but it would be more like, uh, like you, you would have to get like some way to be financially secure for the rest of time. I don't know how it would be. One of the safest wishes that I really thought would have a profound effect on my life, right? But I don't get tra- I don't get trapped with the Midas touch curse. Right, okay. like everything I touch to turns to gold. Well, then, well, then your food turns to gold. Your wife, your kids, your bed, everything. Right. Right. So it actually ends up being a curse. One of the only ones I could think of is a magic eight ball. That's actually magic, and it doesn't just have the ox, a hexagonal like twenty sided dice in there that gives you twenty different versions. It's not that those are true, but you shake it, and something very specific comes up. Like it doesn't, it, it, like the words will change every time you shake. It's like, do I actually want to be with her? No. No, I don't. It's like, you know, your wife throws you. It's like, what do you want for dinner? I do want spaghetti. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yes. I really, it's just like you always know what you want. Like that's the caveat. It doesn't tell you like, hey, what's the stock market for tomorrow, right? It's not like a, you don't get like an Oracle ball. But I mean, even that would be a cool wish. But mine was just to always know what I was, what I actually want, like Deep to never inside. make a wrong decision for myself, right? Wouldn't that make kind of like? Isn't part of making the right decision knowing it could be the wrong one, and when it is right, it's super sweet? You're too much of a romantic. Well, no, it's think about it. The reason, no. the reason that, like when you succeed is because you could have failed success without failure is never success it's just moving you know it's not one of it's not one of those do i really want to do twitch will it succeed it's like do i really want to do twitch and then the thing says yes there's no guarantee of, of success in that it's just like that's really what your soul wants to do it's like do I, I don't really like my job, do I? And it's like, no, you don't. It's like, <laughs> I really should be a stand-up comedian. It's like, yes, you should. Now, is it financially smart for me to actually quit my job and go be a stand-up comedian? No. You know what I mean? It's not going to tell you that no part, but that's the part of you that's still... It's no longer having the existential crisis of like, what do I really even want? What do I really want? Do I, did I really want a family or did I just want to try it out? Like, I don't even know. You know, that, being able to like, do I really want to be married? Do I, did I really want to have kids? And it's like, no, you didn't. And you're like, I knew I didn't. So it's just ba- like having that confirmation of like, yeah, I knew I didn't. It's like an that. omnipotent therapist is what it is. Yeah, probably. I don't know. But that's, it seems safe. I didn't see how a genie could fuck me with that one. But most of the, most of the wishes that you come up with, either are too trivial to actually matter to waste an actual wish on or 
you get fucked like in almost every single one that I could come up with. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's I mean, there's so many stories and like fairy tales about yeah. the oh, evil genie mm-hmm. or the evil fairy. Mm-hmm. Don't make deals with fairies. Don't make deals with fairies. Oh. You will lose every time, unless you also can have magic. But then you're still probably going to lose. Well, I think a really clever man could beat a fairy. They just have to know certain things going in. Yeah, they got to know all the rules. What? Yeah. (laughs) Like fairies can't lie and there's certain things like if they say it three times, you know, it's binding. Like certain things you just have to know to buy to play the rules. Don't give them your name. Not your entire name, no. Not the entire thing with your out of your lips. (laughs) That's what I... I love... This is way off topic going back to last week, but like my one of my favorite parts in Dresden is the end of Stormfront where he's like, My name is Harry Black Blackstone Copperfield Dresden, conjured at your own risk. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, nice. I love it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I love those books. <laughs> uh, and that's where you, they introduce you to Toot Toot, which is an awesome character. Yep. So where are we at, Jake? Are we getting close? Are we we actually just hit the hour mark, actually. So if you want to bring something else up, we can. If you want to call nah, it. I just got general, you know, cool shit like graphene microphones. Yeah, next time. You know, stuff like that, you know. This is a breezy one hour. I think the, the audiences will enjoy it. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to the 36th episode of the 42 Podcast. And as always, have a good night. Or good morning, or good afternoon, or whatever the hell time it is you're listening to this podcast. Have a good one.